Welcome to the Thought Leader Revolution with Nikki Ballou. Join the revolution. There's never been a better time in history to speak your truth, find your freedom, and make your fortune. Each week, we interview the world's top thought leaders and learn the secrets of how they built a six to seven figure practice. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Thought Leader Nuggets. This is the Thought Leader Nuggets number seven. I'm your host, Nikki Ballou. These are the solo episodes that I do where I share some nuggets, some nuggets of gold that you can take on in your life right away to take them to the next level. So I'm going to go into my book, Finish Line Thinking, and I'm going to share two more of the 13 principles with you today. This is principle number five. It's become part of a community of supportive, like-minded peers. Birds of a feather flock together. Every mother knows that if she wants her kid to be a good kid, he needs to hang around with good kids. Champions know this principle and they live by it. They hang around with other champions. They motivate, inspire, and learn from each other. They do this consciously. So the question is, do you? Are you hanging out with other champions? People like you who are supportive, committed, and like-minded? If you're not, or if you're unsure, I suggest you reevaluate your associations and change some or all of them as necessary. Okay, so my friend, Olympic champion Mark McCoy's entire career was fueled by hanging out with, learning from, and training with the top athletes and the champions. Mark used to drive the top Canadian national track team stars to the airport just to be around them and soak up their knowledge and vibe. My good friend, double Olympic champion Donovan Bailey, attributes a huge part of his ongoing success to being part of a community of fellow athletic champions. Top CEOs join business peer groups like eCircle, my company eCircle, like YPO, like Tech or Vistage, or Young Entrepreneurs Organizations. So here's a question I have for you. Are there any communities of like-minded finish line thinkers out there in the world that you can become a part of? And if so, what can you do today, today to help you join one or more of those communities? And if not, how can you create such a community with one or more of your like-minded friends and associates? Ask yourself this question. Okay, so here's the deal. I'll share a success story. Several years ago, I was teamed up with a man named Michael. He and I created a peer group because, you know, he had a company, he wanted to scale it, and he didn't have a peer group. So we, we just created one and we called it eCircle, right? At the time, the tagline was where entrepreneurs go to win. And eCircle has been a peer group of supportive, like-minded entrepreneurs, right? It helps really ambitious, really driven business owners be part of a really special environment that's going to help them grow their businesses by 10%, 20%, 30%, 100% or more in 12, 18, 24, 36 months. And eCircles really helped me grow my business. I've had a client who joined eCircle and this particular client, this amazing dude, he grew his business sixfold in six months. And he had like a $4 million business to begin with. That's the power of being a part of an incredible peer group. You definitely want to be a part of an incredible peer group. 
Okay, so make sure you do that. And, you know, this principle has been crucial to my own business success in creating this type of group in, in eCircle has helped me move forward to greater and greater business achievements. So if you're in business for yourself, here's what I recommend to you very highly, become part of a peer group, okay? So that's principle number five. Now, principle number six, set big goals. Champions set big goals. They aren't interested or motivated by playing small and setting small goals. They're interested in big goals, huge, massive ones that scare the bejesus out of them, but also excite and inspire them. They don't want to win the local high school race and then rest on their laurels, kind of like Al Bundy, that character in Married with Children. They want to win the Olympic final. They want to win the NBA championship. And most people, most people play way too small. They set goals that are far below what would stretch them, far below what would move them to hustle, to grow. They're afraid to set big goals because they're afraid to fail and to fail spectacularly. So they set goals that are way too easy, way too safe, and ultimately way too unfulfilling, right? And again, they're like that Al Bundy character in that old 90s TV show, Married with Children, right? He was a old high school football star who once scored four touchdowns in a single game. Now, that was an awesome accomplishment, but it was also his last serious accomplishment. He peaked at 18 in high school and he stopped going for it. What about you? Are you like my friend Mark McCoy? Or are you like Al Bundy? Are your goals big or are they way too small? Are they worthy of the majesty and greatness in your soul or are they beneath you? How can you think bigger than you ever dared to before? That's a great question, isn't it? So you know what? I'm going to give you a bonus principle just because I'm on a roll here. And that's principle number seven. Embrace failure and fail fast. Champions embrace failure. Most people are afraid to fail. They make it mean that they're a failure. So they seek to avoid the experience of failing at all costs, but not champions. Champions embrace failure. They fail fast. They learn from it and they move on. Now, what about you? Do you embrace failure or do you avoid it? My friend Mark McCoy began his illustrious career at a Toronto area high school. His dream was to be a sprinter. But his coach said, I already have enough sprinters. I need a hurdler. You can either be the team water boy or a hurdler. You choose. So well, Mark chose to be a hurdler. And here's the deal. Sometimes your path to success won't look the way you think it should. You need to be ready to take the fork in the road when it offers itself to you. So this coach said to Mark, great, buddy. I got good news for you and I got bad news for you. The good news is you're my hurdler. Congratulations. The bad news is I have no hurdles. So why don't you go on the track and pretend there are hurdles there every three steps and just pretend to jump over them. So Mark saluted like the good soldier that he was and, and he went on about his business and he ran over those imaginary hurdles. Well, I worked fine until the first big track meet where Mark competed against his fellow hurdlers over a track with actual hurdles on it. And the problem with this was that the hurdles were not placed where Mark's coach had told him they would be. They weren't three yards apart. They were actually 10 yards apart. So the race was a disaster. Mark hit all the hurdles and he finished dead last. So most people in this situation would give up at this point and they'd be disillusioned by their failure, but not Mark. He was going to be good at track no matter what it took. No excuses. Choose and do it now. So he went and he found himself some hurdles and a coach who actually knew what he was doing. The result was that he won the OFSA, the Ontario Championship, a few months later. And the lesson for this 
is get a great coach, okay? Not a lousy one. And don't be afraid to fail, to learn, and to move on to success. Now ask yourself, how can you embrace failure more effectively, fail fast, get the lesson, and move on towards success? So I'm going to share a success story about this with you with a friend and client of mine. His name is Arnaud, Arnaud Marturet. So Arnaud Marturet is a young man that many years ago I met at a conference, and he was recently finished with school. And when he initially met, he was looking for work, but he set his sights way higher and he decided to start a business, even though he had no prior experience as an entrepreneur or even as a salesman. So I took him on as a client and it was immediately apparent that he needed help in generating sales. So I coached him to get on the phone and call people in his target market and he took it on in a big way, right? And at first he met with lots of failure because no one was giving him their time and he wasn't making any sales. A lot of people would have been tempted to quit, but not or no. He came back to each coaching call looking for what he could do differently. We kept tinkering with his phone sales technique until he started to get appointments. And pretty soon, he became a master at getting appointments and his business really started to take off. So after working with about a year, year and a half, Arnaud and I took a break. He decided that, yeah, he wanted to do this on his own. So he'd been doing pretty well when we stopped. His income dropped for a bit in the two, three years that we didn't work together. We started working together again and we brought the same passion, the same intensity, the same willingness to fail. And Arnaud took on a challenge. And in that challenge, it was a 30-day challenge. He had no results until day 29. And he then decided to continue with the challenge. We continued to work together. And here's what happened. From January to May, he made the same amount of money that he's made on average over the last three years. That's incredible. And here's the best part. In his industry, he's going to make 80% of his revenues from June to November. So he's actually going to almost triple his business this year. God bless Arno. The man's a champ. That's what it takes. So here's what Arno had to say. He said, hey, Nikki coached me for the last few months during and after the launch of my new architectural photography business. He was instrumental in taking the business from a good idea to business to actual sales and revenue. His take no prisoners coaching style is not for the faint of heart, but it's extremely effective in setting goals and more importantly, putting strategies in place to reach those goals. Nikki cares more about people than results. And I can only highly recommend anyone willing to become the highest performing, best possible version of themselves. So that was a little advertisement for me, but it also really touches me. It's one of the things that makes me so proud of folks like Arnaud who are warriors in their business and proud of myself for being a warrior for my clients to help them win in their business. So that's this week's Thought Leader Nugget. There are three powerful principles from my book, Finish Line Thinking, How to Think and Win Like a Champion. You can pick it up on Amazon or you can go to my website, finishlinethinking.com and check it out there. And if you like what you experienced in this episode, do me a favor and share it. Do me a favor and tell a few people about it who need to hear it. Go on to iTunes, leave us a rating, leave us a review. That's how we grow this movement. We have a movement. We are determined to help make a billion millionaires and a million billionaires. We want you to be one of them. And the only way we can do it though is with your help. All of us are stronger than one of us. And all of us are needed to get the word out, to let people know how amazing the thought leader revolution is how amazing these thought leader nuggets are and how they can help them become more successful. Thank you so much. And until next time, goodbye. 
This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice. 